Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcast are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. I'm Brian. Jason is here. And tagging Crazy on. Kevin's back. Yeah, Crazy tagging Kevin. Joe. Crazy Kevin, Kevin is back. Uh, fellas, uh, you know, I think it's pretty safe to say uh, summer's about done. Fall falls about here. Jay, I, I got to ask you that this is unlike anything you've experienced in a number of years. Yeah. Are, are you feeling it yet? Are you ready? <clears throat> well, I've been sick with cold flu symptoms uh, for like yeah. a week. Oh, so I got the sore throat. I'm coughing up mucus. I'm cold. And then I'm hot. And then I'm cold again. Maybe menopause. I don't know. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, I am not ready for this East Coast uh, winter slash fall. Now, today, you know, third we record on Thursdays was the first day that um, I was like, oh, I might need a hoodie until I get to work because it was a little right. cool cooler today than it's been. But I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Last winter apparently wasn't too bad, which obviously means this year we're going to get hit with like 75 feet of snow, right, uh, right. you know, minus 50 temps, all that stuff just to say, Fuck you for leaving the West Coast. <laughs> and Kevin, welcome back. Your big news. You've got a new phone. What or something. Hey. What's going on? New phone. Who dis? Nah. I actually wait. did. Actually had him. Yeah, it makes sense. For a long time to, 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 to write that. I was like, Laura, you got the boys' phone numbers. You got Jay's phone number. You got Brian's number. Joe's number. She's like, I have Jay's. And I'm like, Good enough. Send it <laughs> But when you started the triple chat, I was like, I can finally do it. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, about it. So how long though? Tell tell the listeners and viewers. Uh four and a half years. What? Samsung S10. That's now they insane. Come out with what 14 or 13 variations later. And you were the the S10 was allowed to text and take pictures and video and all of that. So had a little rotary on it. Uh, uh, Did it have snake on it? <laughs> Did it have what? Did you play snake on that phone? <laughs> <laughs> Did an abacus. Ah, gotcha. But yeah. No. Welcome to 2023, Kevin. Yeah, how, I mean, are you have you got to dig into it a little bit, or is it just just out of the box? Uh, but the the only thing I wanted it for is to have our text chain. That's it. Okay, that's wow. well. I mean, Brian, you're acting like he's still on like off the flip phone to a did you know to a smartphone. So he's <laughs> not that years. old. It's a long oh. time. Did they, you get the flip? You got that flippy phone? Oh, you got like the the new flip. I did. Oh wow! Okay, that worked out great. Like All you said, right. I told you went uh, from old flip to new flip. Wow. <laughs> flip by flip, we flip. There we go. You're flipping. Damn. You flip. Kevin's flip. all that flippy shit. Flip Gordon. Yeah, we'll just call you Flip Gordon from just, now on. His, phone, his phone's called the Young Bucks. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the young at the Samsung Young Buck. Um. I, was, I thought four and a half years is a hell of a long time. I've, long. I've always been kind of an every other year ish guy. Taller, I'm not. So that's yeah, that's me. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, people have to tell me differently, but I thought four and a half years is like 
an insane amount of time. Yeah, the guy. I think who- my I think my mom is on like four or five years now on her uh, smartphone that I got okay. for her. So I, that I can see though. Yeah, yeah. All due respect to your mom, if, if yeah. she's got what she's got, it probably is all you know. She doesn't mm. need technology improvements, right? right? I will, I will relate this to wrestling. So, uh, and then, and then we can actually talk about wrestling. So when, when the guy pulled up the account, he's like, Oh, how long have you had these? I'm like, quite a while. He pulls up the account. He's like, gives like the, the dude surprise of the undertaker, like bringing up his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, five years next year. Okay. I get it. So no, it feels I nice. It. I knew it. Well, congratulations. Welcome hey. to 2023 and phone technology. So maybe yeah, four and a half years. So that was, uh, let's let's do the math here. That was like WrestleMania eighteen. Yeah, Roman probably champion. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so many things have changed. Oh, I bet God. if Joe was here, he would have made some lame ass Roman Empire joke there, and then. Had to justify with one, the only one that knows what that means. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. he's a teacher and he's smarter than everybody, whatever. Indeed. indeed. Jeez. Well, congrats on that, Kev. Um, but yeah, I guess we can do the, you know, the, the that whole wrestling thing that we're here now. to do, talking about the week that wasn't professional wrestling. Uh, the, for the first time in our lifetime, guys, even prior to Kevin's new phone, uh, WWE is no longer. Under McMahon ownership on Tuesday, the merger of WWE and the UFC became official under the name of TKO, Uh, a very uh, kind of surreal scene. Uh, You had Vince, you had Dana White, you had Triple H, you had Bianca and Montez, Daniel Cormier, these worlds colliding at the uh, New York Stock Exchange, officially launching the new company. Uh, so, guys, I mean, what's your what's your level of optimism? This is a whole new ownership that we've never had before. It's always <sighs> been the McMahon family. Are you optimistic for the future of WWE? Really, though, does it matter? Because That's the, the UFC is going to run like the UFC. WWE is going to run like WWE. I, I don't really think it's going to be that big of a deal. Um, Maybe not. Yeah, And, you know, for me, this is that perfect case of you got chocolate in my peanut butter, you got peanut butter in my chocolate. (laughs) You know, I love the UFC and I love WWE. So this is like the world's greatest tag team for me. However, with mergers and stuff like this, unfortunately, there's probably going to be some dismissals, some some job, uh, you know, eliminations, because if you have two PR departments, and two sales department like why do you need those so unfortunately some people will lose their jobs and that sucks and i don't know what that means for talent but i'm tired of seeing the people that are like oh is roman reigns gonna fight at ufc 300 no he's not like max holloway is not challenging gunther for the ic title (laughs) wrestlemania so all of those people that are Oh, I'm just going to go watch Bellator. Good luck with that because they don't want their MMA to be associated with pro wrestling. And the same for pro wrestling. They don't want to be affiliated with MMA. I have I had a friend back at WrestleMania when all this stuff started happening. And he doesn't watch this show, so I can say this shit, whatever. Literally, I got a text 
I'm done with this WWE and fuck this UFC shit. I'll just watch AEW. Well, you know, good luck with that. But, like, stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. Everything's going to run as it's ran for the last 20 years, 30 years for the UFC, 50 years for WWE, and all is going to be fine. Now, I do think we're going to get some crossover in the sense that probably some WWE talent will be shown on camera at UFC events and vice versa. Yeah. But we're not getting... That's pretty harmless. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, I believe it was Nick Khan came out. He was on the Bill Simmons podcast this week talking about everything and their potential for super shows like Super Weekends, which is pretty amazing. Uh, but also, too, that maybe this is the perfect post-career for... UFC fighters that decide to retire, that they can move on to the WWE. So, you know, we saw Brock do it. We saw Ronda do it. I mean, who knows? Conor McGregor is a perfect fit perfect. for WWE. So for me, it's awesome. I'm so happy that it is official, but I don't think anything's going to change. Yeah. Kev, what's your reaction to the news? So we knew it was coming, right? But, it, but making it official, it, it, it does make it exciting. Like it was pretty cool seeing the photos of Dana White shaking hands with Nick Khan. It boosts Bianca, right? She was there. Huge. Well, I mean, she's been on TV in months, so she got to be somewhere. But, but like, I mean, that, that just shows there's going to be a rocket pack. Like they've got hundred percent. Cause if not, if I was going to pick one person to, uh visualize you know uh, a career in WWE who's a female I probably would have put Charlotte right? yeah oh, don't let um, Joe Joe somewhere is listening to this losing his mind Not, he but, just turned off the podcast but <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely amazing that they picked Bianca I think it's awesome that they picked Montez Ford I think it's great uh Daniel Cormier right he's he he announces so many of the fights it's great uh I'm excited I think what Jay kind of mentioned, you know, if if you're a fighter, I think Sugar Sean O'Malley, right, current champion, say he is champion to WrestleMania and he just shows up, not to do a wrestling match, but but he's a cocky looking dude. He looks like an animated character. He looks like a sports entertainer. That's going to be the fun thing where we could get like, you know, those type of run-ins. We're in the crowd. We see uh, NXT wrestlers. We see uh, Dragon Lee. We see Tiffany Stratton. We see Wesley in the crowd on SmackDown or Monday Night Raw. It's going to be cool if, whoa, we see uh, Max Holloway. Ooh, cool. We see uh, Alexander uh, Volkanov. Like those, you know what I mean? It's it's legitimacy bringing uh, uh, some of the names that you might not know to mainstream to the WWE uh, to the people. The events like Super Weekends, that's where it's going to get very interesting because I think they would be kind of crucial for like the big four, right? But now WWE does that on Saturdays. So would they do it almost 8 to 11 and then UFC event would start at 11? Or would they... It'd be a daytime and a nighttime if they're going to do it all both on Saturdays. Most likely, I imagine it'd be SmackDown Friday, UFC Saturday, WWE Sunday, and Monday for Raw. I'll, I'll tell you that, man. That would be... That would be pretty amazing. Well, I mean, the big thing for me, too, is this eliminates double bookings. I mean, hell, last summer, I went to Vegas for UFC, ended <laughs> up at Money in the Bank, 
and then went over to UFC to catch the last two fights. I mean, this is going to end. And obviously, I think that WWE, if they kind of get into the whole schedule release at the beginning of every year, that's definitely a bonus as well. Now, we just got the announcement that uh, the Royal Rumble is January 27th in Tampa. That's cool. So maybe it'll be a slow rollout. We obviously that's- know when WrestleMania is going to be next year. So, like, I think the another another plus is that they're not going to double book the same night. Yeah. Yeah, no. that, that's the, the biggest thing I, I would say is, yeah, just coming out of this so far is the the idea of those super weekends of, you know, in one one uh, iteration of SmackDown Friday, UFC Saturday, WWE Sunday, PLE. You know, that that's just one of the options of three days in the same city, three big events. Um, I think that that sounds like that could be a lot of fun. I, I did. Um, you know, props to Dana White because as part of the, the the press releases and the interviews of all that, you know, one of the, the the heads of Endeavor was like, you know, our goal is to make every UFC fan a WWE fan <laughs> and every WWE fan a UFC fan. And uh, Dana White was asked about that, and he was just like, "That's effing ridiculous." <laughs> he, I think he called that guy. No, he did. Yeah, yeah. I know. Huh. I said CEO Dana White now. Yeah, CEO, yeah, CEO new, new title. Well, let me- Jay, Jay is the perfect example of what you know Endeavor would want of like the I I've gone to a million UFC fights and I've gone to a million WWE shows. He you are like the test subject of like be like <laughs> Jason, like I should be. companies. I right? think I should be the I should be the face of the campaign. We we need to put you on some sort of board committee for like fan like, engagement. That would okay. be perfect. All right, Brian. So I'm going to stay perfectly still. And then you can Photoshop a UFC logo here <laughs> and a WWE logo here. Here we go. Welcome to the UFC WWE fan engagement press conference. Let's <laughs> get the floor over to Jason. Talk about our first initiative of the day. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah. yeah, no, but but listen, you know, yeah, me and, and me and Kev are, are like lesser lesser versions. We like UFC too. Casual. You're casuals. You're casual. Yeah, yeah. we're casual, right? So you know, I'm I'm sure there'll be some growth, but um, yeah, that, that was a pretty. Uh, funny uh, reveal that came out of all of this. Yeah, I just otherwise, I just hope um, I hope Triple H doesn't go anywhere. You know, he he's done such a great job with the product, and I know Vince is still in charge, and he gives his input, and that's you know fine and whatever. Um, you know, Stephanie's gone, so like I just I just hope that Triple H sticks around. That's my only like. I hope he doesn't get booted in any of this merger stuff or whatever because he's done such a good job with WWE. But otherwise, I'm pretty optimistic. Um, because I think it's just going to mean, you know, bigger and better things for, for both. Um, but especially for WWE entering this partnership here with the UFC world. So let's talk about uh, Monday Night Raw. We had yeah. our main event of Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez with uh, Dirty Dom banned from ringside. Fun match. And, you know, I didn't I didn't think Rhea would lose, even though Dirty Dom wasn't around. But I did wonder how the finish would be like, all right, we just went and we, we went in clean. Is there, you know, a schmoz, whatever? Well, she's not like most girls. Oh. 
Nia oh. jacks. Nia attacks. Raquel gives Rhea the win. She then beats up Rhea. Oh, so putting up the entire division on notice. Uh, Nia, a uh, very, I'd say, polarizing uh, performer in her first round with WWE. We took a uh, TWP uh, X poll, Twitter X poll on Nia's return. We just put thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, 63% voted thumbs up, 37% thumbs down. So slightly positive about her return. But what do you guys think? I mean, like, what's your excitement level for the return of Nia Jax? Go ahead, Kevin. She's back. All right. That's Forget you for going. No, 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 no. Just did there. I think, Come I on. think, I, I, I do think it, and especially I, I'll bridge it into what we saw on Tuesday night, right? And we'll talk about NXT shortly. Uh, it brings a legitimate type monster to the women's division because if you're not Raquel, you're not Rhea, you're shorter than everybody. Piper Niven, amazing look, very agile. She has a different look, which is super, super awesome, right? We know it's Charlotte. We know Becky. We uh, Bianca is super strong. Like, Naya doesn't look like everyone else. She's not like most girls. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> but that's what that's what makes it good. She legitimately looks like she could beat somebody up, right? She she is a strong force. And the nice thing with Joe not here, this is the biggest thing. Joe won't bring too much negativity on it. But but when she takes the microphone next Monday, that's going to be make or break for me because she was always a decent in-ring talent. It was just sometimes the microphone, just like, well, I was going to say Tamina, but Tamina was bad on everything. Uh, but Hater. if she She's grabs a microphone, pulls yeah. within a promo why she wants to be back. She doesn't give a crap if you're good, doesn't give a crap if you're bad, doesn't give a crap if you're a challenger or champion. She will destroy everybody and give a great promo. I'm all in. Right now, I would probably say I'm, I'll, I'm 75% in. I'm excited to see new faces. But we're gonna. I want to see what the microphone brings next Monday. I think that's fair, Jay. What do you think? She is what is needed, and what I mean by that is, Rhea has lapped the division. She's beat everybody. <clears throat> so now we're gonna get a fresh matchup, and you know, Kevin, you're going to whatever's next. Fastlane, probably see her. You might get Rhea. Raquel and Naya in a meaty men slapping meat kind of fight. Oh, I mean, it's, come it's, on. It's women's night at the meat market. Whoa. Yes. So like, I'm excited Ladies for night. that potential. That, that three way could, could be a lot of fun. But for me, Whoa, Rhea man. needs new new people to work with. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, whether or not Tiffany Stratton gets the call up soon, we'll get into that in a minute. You know, if the rumors of Jade Cargill, you know, we can get into that. Well, I mean, come on. There is and I and I'm glad Joe's not here because I don't need that type of negativity in my life oh, about Nia the, Jax. The hater aid was strong on the text chat. On oh Monday yeah. Night, oh it, it was. Oh. Yeah. And that's that's the difference between me and and, and you guys with, with Joe is like, listen, I, I'm giving her a chance. I mean, come on. I was excited to see her. Like I said, I was like, how's this going to finish? And I didn't think Nia Jack. I had seen no 
leak online of her being there or anything. It was nope. great. Um, yeah, my only my only thing, you know, during her first run was, was there her was hole. a couple. Hmm? Her my hole. hole. <laughs> did you did you see uh LaGreca and oh, uh, Bully Ray on uh, oh, Busted Open? He got he got bullied so I don't really listen to Busted Open too much I anymore. But uh, I, I, I was listening this week and he he got bullied. Bully did not see her hole coming. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> he did. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but you're right. You're right. Yeah, LaGreca was cracking up. I, I was cracking up with it. Um, yeah, but no, the only thing I would say, because I enjoyed her for the most part, was I know there was a couple times where she, you know, legitimately injured the girls. And, you know, yeah. those things will happen. It's well. You know, I just don't want anything like that to continue to happen. But because of her, we got the man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So you take that into a positive, right? So yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's not ballet, as they say, kids. Right. It's wrestling. So yeah, I just hope nothing like that happens. But I'm fine with her back. I liked her as a face. I liked her when um, uh, what's her face? Alexa Bliss was doing like the fat shaming thing against her. Like I thought that was a pretty cool angle for her to do that. And I liked her as a badass. So, you know, I'm I'm good either way. I'm I'm optimistic. We'll we'll see how it goes. There's there's always a little bit in the back of my mind of like, oh, make sure this goes okay. But yeah, I'm I'm glad she's back. I'm glad. She's coming back as a badass. Yes. yes. Yeah, that was clear. She's coming back smile. She's not coming back to be nice. She is not a face. It's one thing to take out Raquel and just like walk away. <sighs> Yep. But the fact that she went in and destroyed Rhea too, it's like, oh, you're all getting your asses kicked. Okay, okay, so that I'm fine. Let's roll with it. Um, Jay, you touched on another female performer who may be WWE bound. Yeah, uh, Jay Cargill, uh, longtime AEW, uh, what TBS champ was it? Yeah, she was the TBS champ that was sixty and zero over like four years. <laughs> yeah. That's not very impressive. I never understood why they just didn't say undefeated. Yeah. 60 matches in like three or four years. So yeah. it it came out in the middle of the night. Yep. You know, Paul she's got a Crossap said uh uh believed to be finishing up with AEW. His sources say she's on Rampage tonight against Statlander. If you yeah. and I don't know if that's taped or live. It is I believe it was taped. So yeah. Um, you know, originally I was not a big fan of Jade. I think that she looks great. Her mic skills are awful. And her ring work needed help. What really won me over is Jade Cargill, the person. Now, if you remember uh, eight months back, I, uh, I, had, uh, I had Hibachi with Jade Cargill on the Jericho Cruise. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. I remember Ricky Starks being there. I forgot. Yeah, that. Stark, Starks was there too. So I, um, she needs to go to NXT. Oh, oh, oh. for sure. Oh, there it is. I wanted to hear about this. She needs to go to NXT because one, she needs to learn to work the WWE style and not the fig fed style. There is that. Her language will need to change because she ain't going to be saying I'm that bitch on USA or, or, or Fox. Instead of uh, I'm that B, she's going to cut the shit, Tony. It's going to yeah, be. Can't say that. Cut, cut the stuff, Kathy Kelly. 
cut the stuff, Booker, who is just absolutely awful. But anyway, uh, uh, yes, she needs to go to NXT for at least a year. Uh, let her win the breakout tournament that they announced this week on NXT. Nice. Let her show up and let her win that tournament because she gets a title shot. And I'm not even saying let her be the one to beat Becky, but I would be all right with it. But then the third thing they need to do with her, if they're going to move her fast, she needs a mouthpiece. She needs someone to talk for her. But she's she's had uh, a little bit in AEW. I, she was with uh, Smart Mark Sterling. I think she was with uh, Stokely Hathaway for like a minute. Like, yeah, they, they got rid of the white guy, brought the black guy in, and then now she's back with the white guy. But now that you know she might be gone, who knows? But... I think really she needs a mouthpiece, or she needs a mouthpiece. She just needs to be the muscle. All right, Kev. What what's your thoughts on you know Jade up until now, and and this potential move to WWE does happen? So over the course, ring skills improved. Right, they didn't stay stagnant. They didn't decline. She had to improve because they were god awful at the beginning. Right, <laughs> Mike skills, I thought slowly improved as well. I love the interactions when you saw her with her daughter, right, uh, uh, in the crowd. But uh, I, I can hear if, you, if you're a heel, yeah, you're that a was heel. No I enjoy, That's how I, they fucked up Lacey Evans. I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy the the kid interaction. Okay, uh, but she can call herself the B, right? She could honestly say, "I'm that B in the WWE." Bank on it. It's hey, gonna be. A, there's some hope. But I hope I hope not. If she goes to NXT for a year, she she needs to learn to work, right? That's the biggest thing. She needs to learn to put on those big matches that we're gonna get into, you know, Becky and Tiffany Stratton. She can't do that. She can do like a four-minute okay match. She can't pull on that 20-minute back and forth muscular uh flips, uh uh, uh the emotions in it. Right, that's the thing. I want to be compelled to watch her and feel that I, I, I I'm enjoying watching her, not just <coughs> here throw a punch that may or may not be a real punch because she doesn't know really what she's doing in there. That's the thing. She's very green. How old is she, Jay? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, but the sky's the limit. Is I guess around thirty. But we'll we'll have stats and information. Do a quick uh, looky see you here. NXT. If it's not yeah. NXT, then then I feel bad for her. Dawn thirty-one. She's thirty-one. So she's 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 good to go. She's yep. good. Oh, they could have fifteen years of her Hold if up. she gets under the Shawn Michaels learning tree. Oh, it's he's probably salivating at that opportunity right now. I do you think she, do you think she'll be Jade Cargill? It's her well, real name. I I think they would go with maybe just just Jade. Jade. One, yeah. one, one word, one name. I think you know, so you can brand that uh, that way uh, for copyright purposes, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I mean, you guys, you guys sold me a little bit on NXT, but I, I don't see that. I, I gotta figure she's main roster bound. I oh. like want to say Ryan Satin posted this of like this. This is what I would do, and it was a picture of uh, the suit profits. And Bobby, and bringing her into that. That seems perfect in the same vein as a Judgment Day of Rhea is, is yeah. the theme. 
with Priest and Balor and Dom. And you want to put Jade with uh, the Prophets and with Bobby? <clears throat> that's that's protecting her. Letting, swaz, let, her, let her throw a guy or two around every now and again, like Rhea spearing KO during the uh, Steel Street fight from a couple weeks back. And then, you know, she can continue to work on her in-ring skills, you know, while she's not on TV that way. Um, but I'm with you guys. I mean, the one thing that she has that even from the beginning when we all thought, like, <laughs> it's not happening in the ring, she does have a presence. She, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, she. you look at her, and she's just physically incredible. <laughs> just has an amazing look. And just a, there's a presence about her. And so... You know, I can certainly see how WWE could maximize that and making her into something, whatever that role may be. Um, but yeah, the NXT stuff. Woo, I mean, when I first heard that, I was like, "Oh, oh, really? We're we're going from uh, from this to this?" And well, because Tony let her do whatever she wanted. That can't happen in the the main roster, and it sure is only going to happen in NXT. So let her learn the WWE style for a year. Yeah, can you imagine how great she's going to be at, uh, after a year uh, in, at the PC and on NXT? Yeah, I mean she like <coughs> she's shown improvement. No, yeah. you know it's been a while since she's wrestled to begin. You know that, that's the thing. Uh, title to Statlander, so it's it's been a couple of months, but I definitely remember a couple of those matches that she had in the later run that I was like, oh, because. Mainly because she's powerful, she could she yeah. curl up and do you know, face busters or whatever. Um, so th there's a lot there to work with, and yeah, certainly I'm not saying you know NXT is a bad move, but I'm just thinking with just who she has been that you you just got to bring her up to the main roster and work from there. But okay, let me uh, hit you with this example, and then we can move on to the amazing NXT title match. A wrestler who had great fame comes to WWE but goes to NXT first Shinsuke Nakamura yeah was uh, way better than Jade ever was that's fair he went to NXT yeah so yeah, she's, she's not bigger than NXT she's be perfect for NXT huh. I mean she would she would come in and be the face of NXT he would come in there and be that Bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't say it there. Oh, that that B. The B of NXT. I have an itch. Ooh, I have an Credit itch. to random Twitter person who posted uh the clip from AEW and uh it, it's during the Daily's Place pandemic era, so there's like no crowd. And uh Jade had just finished cutting a promo and Brandy Rhodes comes out from the Oh other god comes out and goes, Who who said this was open? Mike Knight, bitch, <laughs> and and the guy who posted on Twitter, he puts finish the story. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Who was who want Brandy and Jade in WWE? Nobody wants Brandy and Jade in WWE. Keep Brandy away from microphones. Which was uh, terrible. I uh, was a good line. Um, uh, but yeah, Tuesday night, big big NXT. Uh, the man Becky Lynch came down to the PC. To challenge the champion Tiffany Stratton, and she uh, was trying to win the championship. She, she never won, 
And after a, a great, great match, Becky Lynch is the new NXT Women's Champion. What do you guys make of the decision to give Becky the NXT title? Was this the right call? Well, I mean, like I texted you guys, I can't wait for Roman to be the one to dethrone Carmella for the title. Because <laughs> that's what they're doing. They're bringing these main roster people in to win the NXT championships, and I don't understand why. Dom did it. Yeah. Now no, Becky. Who is the... Uh... Who are the tag champs in NXT? I don't even... Uh, uh, the uh, fucking uh, D'Angelo and Stag. Oh, that's right, the family. And then uh, there's no women tag champs, right? I don't no, even remember. They, they, they... Oh, that's that's the main roster. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so, like, I mean, it's cool for Becky to, you know... Because I think, you know, now she's done what Bailey did. She's done what Charlotte's done. She's done what Sasha did. So they're all they're all on even footing. With obviously Becky now being the top of that, you know, the four horsemen women ladder. Um, it is what it is. I'm curious to see if this was a temporary thing or if it was just a ratings pop kind of situation because the the merger happened on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So, Did you like the match, Jay? Oh, ma match was awesome. <clears throat> it was really good. Really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kev? Amazing match. Probably one of the best. I, if I just. I'll say probably top 10 NXT matches of all time. Wow. Okay. It was, it was probably, I would say top five matches of Becky of all time. That Trish match a month ago was also probably a top five Becky match. Like, so it felt, or, or two weeks ago, but whatever, or two weeks ago, it felt <laughs> that Becky was doing amazing things and she was just like stale. It felt like she was stale, yeah. not chasing a championship, getting wins, getting kind of cheated out of things. And then it's like back to back, amazing matches. I'm all in on Becky. Tiffany's. Holy crap. I, 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 I bought stock. I bought the Tiffany Stratton stock early when she oh. had that, when she had that lights out match with Wendy Chu that yeah. won me over. Like looks like a million bucks. Uh, uh, amazing strength. Cause I remember Brian, I think we were texting Look, yesterday. Lifted you. Becky up on her arm and shoulder and then flipped her. Like Becky is incredibly tiny. Becky would look strong in that match, but Tiffany was just throwing her around. Like, I, I was like, wow. And her moonsault or, or, or her swanton was perfection. Like, I mean, it, it felt like she was going slow motion in the air. Like, I, I hope it's going to the main roster. I, I would love that. Uh, to wear a liner somehow or wall, uh, uh, Grace and Waller. There you go. Like, honestly, both of them playing off each other's, like, vibes. I don't know if they're dating in real life. They just seem like a couple who, who would be together. Like, that couple that you're like, God damn, they're both, like, good looking guys and or good looking people right and you're just like damn why can't why can't it be like them but fuck you that know, I, I, match, I heard tiffany is dating two uh, three two one <clears throat> ludwig kaiser oh, yeah. <laughs> is that real i believe i heard that somewhere yes uh i'll have to you know scrounge around the internet and see if i found that out but um yeah, you said it great, uh, Kev. Um, the the potential that she showed in that match uh, that might be my favorite match of of Tiffany Stratton. Um, the power that she showed in that match was really um, 
not not what I you know expected from her. Um, it, it was really really good. Yeah, Becky's on a hell of a run though because not only did she have that amazing fresh <sighs> cage match, but she had that like what was it like a no DQ match the week before against uh, Zoe. Yeah. So like she she's got a push going on that she's delivering some good stuff here, and. So I, I want to get your guys' thoughts. Like, uh, I think a lot of people online, you know, what, whether Tiffany is being called up or they're going to, you know, continue to feud for a while, we'll see. But I, I feel that there's a lot of people who think Tiffany could be that that next big thing, that they feel like she's she's got it. And, you know, they see the potential in her. Are, are we all on the same page as, as what I'm seeing? I'm all in. Well, my only concern is people will start saying she's like Charlotte Flair because she has blonde hair. Because um, you know that's what will happen. Unfortunately, the blonde hair. What's that? Just because of the blonde hair. Well, I mean that's what they did to Rhea because yeah. she came in looking like Charlotte Flair. So who's to say that it doesn't? They don't do the same to her. Yeah, they're I don't know. I, there are a he, lot of similarities. I will say that though because they're both incredibly strong tiffany's got a little bit more thickness to her which is nice play not to get pervy but like charlotte does never hippie time <laughs> big kaisers entered the <laughs> my imperium just grew a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah it you know, it, it's still early, and that that's the thing. You know, she was one of the NXT 2.0 wrestlers that came on the scene. And, you know, by all accounts, a lot of those, you know, new wrestlers that came about with that, it was like, oh, this is their, like, fourth ever match. You know, and they were, like, on TV. So she's absolutely killed it. And, yeah, I I, I think she can be. I I. I love the character. I love all of it. And her moonsault. Well, well you, we know her character is based off of uh, Sharpay from High School Musical. Yes, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, all right. And the, and the Google, the, 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 yeah, there it is. You, there it you, is. They're Google. Big Kaiser are officially at Iser. Congratulations to Food Big Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> Finding himself a, a very, very lovely woman as his girlfriend. He's a lucky guy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so are we. Our wives are awesome. Don't get me wrong. What's that? I just said, so are we. Our wives are awesome. Don't oh, me. yeah. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're all, we're all not, winning life here. There's no tip. Um, let's, let's shift to uh, AEW. Uh, Brian Danielson, he was interviewed. Yeah. Uh, he stated that he he promised his daughter that he would retire when she turns seven years old. She is six now. So uh, Danielson's admitted that he's at a point where, you know, he seems to get injured after every match. Um, so mm -hmm. he says all signs look like this is his last year as an active wrestler. Uh he continued on saying, you know, he'd love to be Terry Funk and, you know, retire in air quotes and still wrestle <laughs> occasionally. 
So it doesn't look like he's like going away per se, but again, maybe not. We're going to get him week to week uh, after this year. So guys, let, let's look at AEW's future. Okay. They, they just lost CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Likely not to have Danielson much after, let's say, another year. Uh, MJF, you know, who who knows if, if he's going to head to WWE in 2024. Who do you guys see as filling like those main event spots in AEW? Or who would you like to see or who do you think would it be? I don't know. That that has not been in the main. Well, I mean, because there's a lot of main eventers that they recycle. And then, yeah, I mean, if you want to say Mox, that's an easy, uh, right? But like, let, let's look at like who who could the be future, like, the future of AEW's main yeah. event scene. It's tricky. No, it's not. Yes. Are you kidding? No, nope, it's, it, we, it's Wheeler Yuta. It's Brody King. It's Ethan Page. You need to see all these Swerve. Guys. It's yeah. Scorpio Sky if he ever comes back. Like, it's not a hard thing. I mean, look, even guys like Daniel Garcia, which I don't even know where he is. Oh, he was on yesterday. Had a little little like, did a little dance. Oh, that the dance thing. I don't get that either. I, I understand uh, why that's such a big deal. You know, they have Jay Lethal, and I know he's not a young guy, but he should be doing main event shit. I mean, I mean, of course, for me, I'm going to say Jeff Jarrett. But, you know, I know he's not going to be sniffing that title anytime soon. Cesaro or, you know, Claudio. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah. I just named off like five. And that doesn't even exclude – that doesn't even include the the Malachi Blacks, the Brian Cages, the Hangman Page. Words. You know, like there's a million people on that roster. But for me, the one, the one I want to see more than anything, Brody King. I wanted to see Brody King more. Yes. Period. I mean, just regularly. He's scary. He's awesome. Be scared watching him on TV, and I don't get to see him on TV. That's that's the thing. I agree with everyone you said. Hundred percent. This is my only thing. That's one one person leaving in a year's time. Tony needs to figure out how to cycle a lot of people in. That's 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 AEW's problem. Isn't that the point of this segment? People wrestle <laughs> one at one time every other month, but we can't. Ha- I just don't think he'll do it. He'll throw Mox in there again. Yeah, but I see it. I believe the high, it. Say it, uh, the rumor with Edge. You know, Edge is propelling in to straight to the top. God, I, I would love. I would love to see Swerve personally. I know. So good in the ring, so okay. good on the mic. He's a bad guy. He has people saying Swerve's house. People, Swerve. okay. people eat everything he says out of his hand. Like yeah. he could be that tweener guy. He's a bad guy. He's a heel, but people treat him treat him good. Like if if Tony knew what he was doing, go you know don't don't go in your little faction. Let him be by himself. And I and I like it how we know, none of us said Keith Lee. By the way. That's I feel like the ship is yeah, that yeah. ship that yeah. ship is I loved him in, in WWE, but it's yeah, I just don't think it's gonna happen. And and Kev, that's my guy too. It, it, when we came up with this topic, it, it was that was the first name I had was Swerve. Um he he's been, you know, on the rise last couple of months. It feels like he's getting a better spot. 
Um, he's bulked up too. You know, he he was not this big six months a year ago. Um, there's just he's clearly committed to making his body what it, it wants to be, which is fantastic. Um, and yeah, I mean it's it's recency bias, you know, guilty. <laughs> that promo against Hangman, where he threw that line out of like, if I had the opportunities you've had, I'd be the first black AEW uh-huh. champion. I mean, jaw hit the floor when he said that. Like, what, yeah. what, you what? What? I mean, I don't. Hangman probably would have turned into a puddle, you know, right in the middle of the ring if, if he could have, because that that was some heavy shit. So yeah, so he's the guy that I would continue to put the rocket ship to, because like you said too, guys. I mean, I've said all these things, and we've all said all these different things about you know him on the mic and everything. He's damn good in the ring. Damn good. Really, really good. So. Yeah. He he's got it all. It's it's just you know he's keep you know keep it coming. Don't let him you know show up on rampage in three weeks to take on uh, you know fucking uh, Brandon Cutler or some shit. You know like just keep keep doing what you're doing. It's getting there. That maybe in a year <sighs> talking about him you know headlining full gear or something like that. Um, it's all there. He's got it all. Hold up. So there was a new set of. Uh, AEW figures, I think, announced earlier. Wow. And we don't, we don't normally do toys on this podcast, nope. so this nope. is new. I, I, I got an email because I go to, uh, uh, was it Ringside Collectibles? And I got the email. I should have fucking looked at it because this segment right here could have been solved by who was going <laughs> Well, they just put out a Dan Housen character, and I don't think he's anywhere near the, the title. So, And previously, I think they put out a, a hook, right? So well, yeah. there you go. Hook could be – give him a shot. Like a, a he's, he's damn talented, but he's Dan Housen, main event right there. Hey, there you go. That, that's box office. We love Dan Housen. He's 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 a he's a good. He's what AEW. You know, he fills that role and he does a great job with that. And apparently, he's very well liked. Uh, the internet is saying so. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty accurate. And he is staying off TV because when he got signed to AEW, he was hurt, and he doesn't want to be the hurt guy on AEW again. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think he had tore his, his pack, maybe like Cody. Yeah. Cody. And uh, so, you know, that, that's going to take a while to get fixed. So hopefully he'll be uh, back before the year is through. Um, Jay. Yeah. To you, as we, we speak right now, literally, is uh, Impact 1,000. 1,000 episodes of, of TNA Impact, as it's been branded. It's a, it's a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah, so um, I've been big on AEW, uh, or AEW, Jesus Christ, uh, Impact, TNA, from the Fox Sports <laughs> Weekly pay-per-view days. And I love Jeff Jarrett. And, you know, a thousand episodes, you know, for as many times as we've heard, oh, AEW, or God damn it, I'm just so used to talking to AEW uh, you know, because we don't we don't talk impact on here because they're on when we record. Uh-huh. Um, all the times that impact, oh, they're shutting down. They're gonna go away. Oh, they're going bankrupt. And with all the different iterations and all the different networks, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that they've made it to a thousand. And and, and technically, uh, 
Impact 1000 is also going to extend it next week as well. So even though that's 1001, it's still 1000. Uh, but for me, like, that's where we found AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, like Jay Lethal, you know, America's Most Wanted. Um, I mean, the Motor City Machine Guns. Like, you know, when WCW went down, TNA was the first uh, – competitor for wwe so after a thousand episodes and i've been to a slammiversary i've been to a live event and kevin i know you went to a pay-per-view but you know for a place that again was supposed to shut down so many times while they had the young guys they had the stars sting christian was there for a while you know they had bobby lashley you know i mean everybody has been there drew mcintyre Cody. Drew, L.A. Knight. I mean, like, so many people have been through there. And hell, you know, when Cody uh, left WWE, he did a couple weeks, him and Brandy, you know, on TNA or Impact or Global Force or whatever it was. Uh, but for me, you know, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Jeff Jarrett, like, Kurt Angle, like, the legends went there, too. Mm -hmm. So... After a thousand episodes, you know, congratulations to everybody at Impact. And uh, I wish we talked about it more, but, you know, I'm trying to figure out where I can watch it online. Now, Impact Plus, they air it and on the free version of the app. Uh, I was also told that it shows up on their YouTube channel like the next day. So, um, you know, maybe we can get, I can get into that, you know, on the weekends. Uh, but Kevin, you know, you did go, you went to Kurt Angle's debut, right? Loved it. Yeah. Bound for glory. And, and like, you know, I don't remember. It, it was, it wasn't a surprise, right? Like we knew. No, was no, he was announced because he was the, uh, he was actually the, uh, the special ring enforcer for uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. Ah, uh, okay. But, it, gotcha. but, you know, I saw AJ Styles, Mojo, uh, Eric Young. Yes. Uh, Team um, Canada. America's Most Wanted, Jay Lethal, uh uh Motor City uh, Motors, Motor City Machine Guns. Like I, I wish I would have, you know, uh I would say appreciated it more before Kurt went there, because now half of that card are household names. That's the yeah. beautiful thing where you know it took me a little bit and, and I was I'm a casual impact, right? I'm not gonna lie. Like on and off, I'd like to see what's going on like the eli drake stuff i i feel like i missed out i feel like i missed out on that when i am watching him in nwa especially impact with the the dummy button like i think i mentioned it a few weeks ago Am like absolutely amazing absolutely and it's it's similar to the same stick that he's doing now that i that i absolutely love i feel like i could have been loving it for a long time that's the thing yeah yep Styles, I knew, I knew of him. You know the uh, uh, main event mafia, those massive matches with with Kurt and Samoa Joe. Like when we were so good, I'd be I'd be googling it at that point. It'd be like, oh, yep, they went a, a damn good match. Find it online. Uh, it's good. It's like the little engine that could, right? Or or a phoenix like rising from the ashes because there's multiple times where I feel like, oh, this isn't gonna last. There's no way. And Cardona. Cardano didn't come back, but he resurrected it to something more fun, more newsworthy. Boom. Tommy Dreamer. Boom. Did uh, he? Tommy Dreamer? 
Cardona resurrected impact. Oh, I will say, I'll say to newsworthy comments, a hundred percent, hundred percent. It wasn't, wasn't she the <laughs> longest impact, uh, women's champion at one point? Who? Mickey James. Yeah. Mickey James was just there. She just yeah. did a retirement angle. Yeah. So like, like one of the, uh, an amazing, amazing athlete going there and, and resurrecting her career. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. If, if they go to 2000, who the hell knows? Maybe probably TK will buy him out by then, but <laughs> for that library, but we'll see. I think, uh, uh it was it Scott Dearmore is yep. he running the he's, show down he's, here? He's, he's the president. Yeah. He's doing great things. Go get it. Go. Uh, get Brian, it. Brian, any impact TNA stuff? <laughs> I think you guys did a, a pretty good job of summing it up. Yeah, I mean, a thousand is incredible. Uh, people ha have a lot of uh, affection and affinity to the WCW like Nitro days. This is a thousand's well beyond what Nitro was. Like, I don't know how many there were of Nitros. A thousand uh, Impact TNA, you know, whatever that you want to call it. it. It's well beyond that. So you have to completely applaud their longevity. And I, I like that, you know, it, it's been it's been a place that has been for the the up and coming talent at the time. Um, and it's been a place for veterans to go and, and do some things there. Uh, like, you know, Rhino appears, Heath Slater, <laughs> as I said, like, you know, it gives them a place to, to work and to still have exposure. I mean, I think the only time that I was like, kind of down on on a tna it was when they decided to go head to head with raw and it was you know the the bischoff hogan and uh, i i just that one popped up on youtube i just uh, watched it this week oh my god it was, was insane it? bubba the love sponge and jeff hardy and rob van dam and hogan and, uh yeah yeah, yeah so um real quick how many episodes of nitro uh were there do you want guys want to take a guess yeah yeah um uh, I'm gonna say. Mm, I'm gonna say, like three hundred. I'll say four hundred and forty-four. Well, if we were playing the prices right, you would both lose because it was two hundred and eighty-eight. Oh, I was close though. Oh, yeah. so just about five years. Yeah. So like, like five. Impact, uh, yeah, Impact TNA man, they're. Uh, the real deal. I'm so glad that they're still here and definitely got to start watching them and hopefully even talking about them because Josh Alexander is the fucking man. Congrats. To, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. And yeah, I want to check out these shows. I know uh, Team 3D was reuniting and Awesome Kong was coming back. So it sounds like they were doing some oh, pretty Dale Kim. Um, huh? Dale Kim, the beautiful people. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That, that's love, love those returns and you know celebrating what what they've uh built um real quick speaking of a uh a highlight of tna what did we think of the mjf steiner math tribute promo it was a good tribute i, I was impressed guys very thud really no You're reason for what what is it for why what yeah. was the reason for doing it? Was it was a compliment to Impact. No, it wasn't. I was 100%. Steiner, the, the original Steiner promo was to Samoa Joe. So he that's what he did it for. 100%. Samoa Joe, let me let me bring this back to you 10 years later. 
If it wasn't, if it was like Impact's 843rd, he'd done it. I bet you he would have. I know. I didn't realize it was to Joe back then. I really Uh, did. Yeah. So, So, yeah, okay, I get why he did it, but, uh, yeah, if it was, you know, episode 669, it would still, he would have done it then just because. Yeah. There's no, look. The MJF Adam Cole thing for me, I'm over it. it. I just want one of them to turn on the other, so we can just get on with real life. What's the so, next pay per view? Yeah. Is it full gear? That would be Wrestle Dream. Oh, October Wrestle. first. Yeah, Wrestle Dream in early October. Uh, and then and full have, gear in November. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll have the full, um, full gear is actually November 18th. It's at the Forum in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll have the Arthur Ashe uh, show uh, next week. That's where MJF takes on Samoa Joe. So, so we'll have a, hopefully some things from Dynamite next week to talk about that. what comes out of there. Um, before we do wrap up, though, we, we did think it would be kind of fun to take a, a look back because uh, this past week on, on uh, September 11th of 95, it was the very first time that Raw and Nitro went head-to-head. Uh, Nitro had premiered the week earlier and uh, Raw was preempted because of the dog show. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is the first time they were on head to head. So I thought we'd quickly go through the cards and see, you know, anything that we can remember or just kind of go like, what, what was this all about? So I'll start with Monday Night Raw. Uh, we kick off the show, you know, a couple of Hall of Famers, Razor Ramon, Oh. And Davy Boy Smith. Uh, let's see. Um, we move on to, I'm sure this was a barn burner. Uh, in two minutes and 47 seconds, the Smoking Guns defeat the Brooklyn Brawler and Rad Radford. Uh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Isaac- yeah, Isaac Yankum defeats Scott Taylor in two minutes fifteen seconds. They were they were moving quick on these shows. Uh, Scotty too hotty. Yeah, Scotty too hotty. He, he, he later <laughs> became Scotty too hotty. Uh, and then your main event. So I'm guessing this was a one hour raw. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Psycho Sid. So uh, seven minutes were shown. It was probably a longer match. Maybe a commercial break here. Um, but Shawn Michaels is your uh, Intercontinental Champion, and he gets the win. Over Psycho Sid. Any any other remembrances of that one, guys? No. It was a barn burner. Oh, it sure was. It sure was. I think it was a tape show. You know, actually, I know it was because Nitro comes on yeah. and Eric Bischoff does a hey, if you're thinking of changing the channel, here's what happens. And he gave out the results. Now, I don't specifically remember him doing that for this episode, but I remember watching the shows of Nitro and him doing that. And it, it kind of upset me because I wanted to like both shows and I liked WCW before Nitro was Saturday night and stuff. So I was like, Oh, okay. You guys like, don't like each other, but that's, that's how they did it. So let's look at Nitro. Uh, we had first, let me see here, Sabu, uh, AEW legend Sabu, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sorry, go that, that's amazing. Um, let's see, Sabu won the match. Then we move on to Sting versus 
it was uh it was Mr. Wall Street, but it's now VK Street. Uh I did not get that at the time. Uh VK, clearly Vincent Kennedy. So Bischoff had some fun with that one. Uh imagine Sting wins that one. He was the US champ at the time. Macho Man Savage uh taking on Scott Norton. Guys, I love Scott Norton. Uh he was my like gatekeeper guy. Like if you could beat Scott Norton, you're you're good shit. Uh, Macho Man had a fun match with them. And then the main event, Hulk Hogan taking on Lex Luger. If you remember, Lex Luger debuted the week before coming out the Mall of America show and uh, ends up being a big schmoz because the, the good old Dungeon of Doom uh, caused the interference for winning that one. Any, any remembrances of this this Nitro, guys? It's a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this kind of kind of like Jade's mic skills and in ring it only improved fellas <laughs> uh, not all starts are rocket ships I agree all right good times this week guys at that wrestle pod for all your social media youtube.com backslash that wrestling podcast please give us a like and subscribe as we continue time to 4,000 viewers. And don't forget, or subscribers, excuse me, whatamaneuver.net for all your merchandise. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy wrestling on That Wrestling Podcast. Thanks for watching That Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And for more That Wrestling Podcast content, follow at That WrestlePod on social media.